Welcome to A Higher Branch, a source of practical and powerful information for busy people dedicated to boosting their personal health and professional performance. I'm your host, Sam McCall. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of A Higher Branch, where we continue the series on the 456 System 4 taking control of your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions. Now, we have already covered the four daily rituals, the five essential habits you need to cultivate into your days. We are launching into the six life hacks. Now, we've already covered three life hacks, and all these life hacks are aimed at giving you an explosion of energy throughout your day, so you're not held back So your goals and dreams in life are not held back by a lack of energy. And these life hacks, I promise you, will give you that competitive edge in life. When I say competitive, I don't mean competitive against other people, against your old self. You need to set a new benchmark for yourself. And hacks are nothing more than shortcuts, if you like, or techniques that accelerate your progress. So in the first three hacks, we covered the detox, morning five hacks. Number two, we covered the eating hacks. And number three, we covered the sleep hacks. And all of these hacks compound. So by the time we cover the sixth one, you would have mastered all the techniques you need to in life to make sure that you accelerate through it and achieve your goals because we have a limited time on this planet, right? And all of us, we have so many goals and dreams and we don't want to live a life where we look back with regret and say, I didn't do that because I was held back by fear or I didn't do this because I was held back by lack of energy. So the four rituals and the five habits are essential foundations for these six life hacks. You know, I come across a lot of brilliant people who litter their day with usually, you know, diet and exercise hacks, but they don't have the proper foundation. So they end up failing in their pursuit of goals, in their pursuit for high energy, in their pursuit of relationships, career, whatever it is. And they don't know why. And it's because you cannot cultivate new habits without the four essential daily rituals I've covered. And you cannot infuse these six life hacks that I'm going through without the other foundations of the four rituals and five habits. So if you haven't already done so, please go back and listen to those uh, episodes. And this whole series kicked off in episode 99. And episode 99 is called Is Reliance on Motivation Ruining Your Life? And I came up with that episode because I was actually rather inspired or rather motivated to present that episode because I saw so many people who were hitting obstacles in their life and not getting to where they wanted to because they would just wake up and rely on motivation. And I promise you, the best of the best do not run on motivation. You know, they run on systems. And so I was compelled to share my 456 system with everyone, with all our listeners, because I want to share the stuff that I think can make a difference in people's lives. And this whole system is information that is lifted directly from my coaching program. It's lifted directly from the uh, workshops we hold at our events. So, and I always present this information, you know, with the utmost of love and respect for your time. 
I know listening to podcast is a big chunk of uh, a person's time daily. So I need to make sure that it's of so much value that the time is an investment for your future. So with that in mind, now I want to kick off this week's fourth life hack. Now, this is not a diet hack or an exercise hack. You know, if you Google hacks, you'll get a plethora of life hacks, which I've already covered in the last three episodes. But this is what I call really the the mental hack or the emotional hack. It is a superpower. It is a superpower because it leverages the infinite power you have within your mind, the infinite power you have within your emotions. These are superpowers and it is our sixth sense. So I'm going to teach you today the life hack of creative imagination and how to harness that superpower. And so please don't dismiss this as airy-fairy. You know, I am a pragmatic person. I'm a, I, my day job is as a lawyer and I run a banking and finance law firm. So I'm all about systems. I'm all about pragmatic stuff. This is not airy-fairy stuff. And I'm going to convince you of why this life hack will accelerate your progress in life as it has with mine and as it has with a lot of people that I've taught this particular hack to. Now, I call it the sixth sense. And whilst this sixth sense is a superpower, we have to acknowledge that it's built on the base of our five senses, which are powers. They may not be superpowers, but they are powers. Nobody ever thinks of their five senses as powers, but all the science shows that it is our five senses that determines how we experience the world, how long we live, and the quality of our living. And we know that the five senses crave novelty, novelty with food, with new friendships, with travel. And that's why humans are wired to, you know, love to buy new things, whether it's shoes or clothes or cars, we are wired for it. And people are made to feel guilty about, you know, wanting these nice things, but it is a primal urge. We do crave novelty. And our five senses go numb when we do the same things every day, when we wear the same things every day, when we eat the same things every day, when we drive to work on the same route or catch the same train or the same bus or hang out with the same friends. We need novelty in our life. And I've covered that in the past, but today I want to focus on the sixth sense and how that can be amplified through novelty as well. And this sixth sense, science is now discovering that it can be used to create everything we ever wanted out of life. And for me, it is absolutely mind-blowing. You know, when I took a deep dive into this area, because over the years, I realized I was inadvertently you know, creating the life of my dreams. And I look back and I thought, why is this happening? Because I found that life was just happening beautifully. And I'm not saying that in the sense that, oh, just, I didn't work hard. Of course I worked hard. But I've come across a lot of people like myself who just imagine it and it's done. And a lot of us think, oh, it's just luck or, you know, opportunistic behaviors or whatever it is, but it's much more than that. A lot of successful people, you know, use this sixth sense without really being mindful of it. It just, for some reason, maybe they were born with it or they were lucky to have parents or they were surrounded in an environment 
where it just came naturally to them, just like someone would be a natural singer. So I'm going to take you through, you know, this faculty of creative imagination. It is a faculty just like the other five senses. Look, whether you believe in creation or evolution, you have to accept that we are never given a faculty by accident. Our taste buds are there for the sense of taste and smell, right? Our nose is there for smelling. And both those are for avoiding toxic foods. That's how humans survived. You know, we have eyes for seeing and finding food and water. We have ears for hearing our children cry at night. And we have hearing as an alarm for predators. We have touch for intimacy and reproduction and tactile creation. Every sense serves a purpose. So why are humans the only living creatures on the planet to also have creative imagination? Why do we have the ability to envision goals and dreams and hold them as emotions? Now, as I said before, you dismiss this as nonsense, such as, you know, The Secret. I never saw the movie The Secret, but I heard a lot of people who criticize it saying, oh, it's just what's the movie about i asked they say oh it's just wishful thinking you just sit there in a cross-legged position you know meditating wishing for things and it just magically appears and it's a whole heap of nonsense i want you to know that i have a bias for action i believe in hard work i believe it is our actions that define our identity and hence our future behaviors but what precedes our actions how do we know which actions to take it's vision and our thoughts We need to have a vision and clarity on where we are going and why we are taking action. Now, before I take you further into creative imagination and how to use it, I want to cover, you know, the big elephant in the room, and that is anxiety. Because whenever I have coached people into how to use their creative imagination or whenever I mention creative visualization and visualization meditation... Some people get anxious, very anxious. So there is a link between creative imagination and anxiety. But I'm going to share with you how to actually flip it so that anxiety, you turn that anxiety into strength. So I'm going to cover a little bit about anxiety. Anxiety simply lives in the gap between where you are in the present moment and the future as imagined in your mind. So where you are now and you have a vision of where you want to get to, I call that the anxiety gap, right? So people will often visualize their future and get completely anxious about it, or they visualize the wrong thing. So this gap is important to your success in life. It is where you should use the power of creative imagination to envision and materialize a compelling future. Now, Many of us, when we are not conscious of it, we fall into this trap where we misuse the power of vision to create fear and anxiety in our life, one that cripples us into inaction. And as I said, we all have that bias, but the key is how to recognize it and flip it. Because for those who know how to harness the power of imagination and visualize the best things in life, you know, a healthy body, great relationships, material abundance, to name the typical things that we want, then this is by far the most powerful faculty and one you need to know how to use. So please don't waste it. We all have it. Everyone that's listening right now has the ability for that sixth sense of creative imagination. It holds your key to a whole new future. 
So let's talk about the real cause of anxiety and how you can neutralize that anxiety by using your creative imagination and turning that anxiety into strength. So anxiety at the moment is so prevalent in our society and the rate is rising every year. It seems to be the new normal, especially for millennials who are the smartest and most informed in human history. And it does not have to be that way. In fact, laying underneath your anxiety, if you are listening right now and you say, hey, I can be anxious sometimes, I want to tell you, it is a massive strength that has not been realized. It is clear that people who know the real cause of anxiety and know how to neutralize it are the most successful in life. In fact, I want you to remember this. People who suffer anxiety and know how to overcome it can be more successful than people who do not suffer anxiety at all. They make great entrepreneurs, authors, actors, lawyers, and any job requiring connection, creativity, originality, empathy, and innovation. Just about every person I interview on my podcast has expressed to me their fight with anxiety. They have turned that anxiety into a strength, and you too can do the same. Because the real cause of anxiety is a massive strength. All the research shows that people who have a propensity for anxiety are usually highly sensitive. Whether they are extroverts or introverts, they are highly attuned to their surroundings. They are empathic and feel other people's energy, which is why I advise highly sensitive people to avoid toxic people and toxic relationships. They also have the natural ability to tap into their creative imagination with ease. And that's why the real cause of anxiety, being highly sensitive, is a massive strength. Because they have what I call high CI. Now, I'm going to cover this in the future where I talk about how CI trumps AI because humanity is being bombarded with artificial intelligence. And really, our only defense is really to boost our CI or our creative imagination but for today, I want to stick to this topic as a life hack. So people who are highly sensitive have high CI. The problem is that people who have high CI tend to misuse it. It's like a power, as I said, and you're just misusing that power. So I'm hoping by the end of this episode, you'll know exactly how to use it. And with high creative imagination or with high CI comes great power and with great power comes great responsibility not just to yourself but to others who are impacted by your life your family your friends your colleagues your clients etc so you owe it to them to use your creative imagination to imagine the best life to create the best life not the worst because it impacts others in your life now if you relate to this observation don't beat yourself up for not knowing how to use a CI as a power. We were never taught. It never came with a handbook, right? We were never taught at school. So with that observation in mind, I want you to know that anxiety is not genetic. Being highly sensitive is. And just because you're highly sensitive, it does not mean you need to experience anxiety. It just means you are misusing your creative imagination, which comes with being highly sensitive. 
Now, you know, being highly sensitive is on the increase due to factors such as the speed of information and the speed of consumption. Now, this isn't a bad thing. It is part of human evolution and is, in fact, increasing our creative imagination at a time when we need it the most. Uh, As I said, because artificial intelligence is converging on humanity and taking our jobs. As a result, humans will do less menial tasks and do more high-touch, high-value tasks involving creativity and, like I said, innovation. So in this new world, having high CI is a massive strength when used properly, but it will be a liability if misused to create anxiety, fear, worry, dread, inadequacy and ultimately helplessness so the question is when does that high sensitivity and high ci turn into an anxiety the answer is that it is programmed into us from a young age depending on our environment in other words we are taught to use this power to imagine our worst nightmares instead of the life of our dreams especially at this point in time where news media is so accessible and news media thrives on what? Fear, right? It thrives on the worst case scenario. We look at a news bulletin, which tells us somebody somewhere experienced this tragedy and think this tragedy is all around us. <laughs> and it's, it's not. It is a rare, rare occurrence. You know, the latest fear mongering that's going on about vaccines is a prime example. You know, someone will pluck one rare reaction you know one corner of the world to scare the 99.999% of the the world and that's just not how we should live life so this misuse of being highly sensitive and having high creative imagination is learned it's not something that we are born with and it's usually learned from our parents at an age where we don't know any better and look don't blame them because they were never given the ci handbook either you know, in my teens, I recognized that I was highly sensitive and prone to anxiety. You know, I found myself oscillating from moments of brilliance to moments of fear and worry. And unchecked, I could use my powerful CI to visualize the worst outcomes that would cripple me into not even trying, not running onto the soccer field or not hitting that ball for six when it came <laughs> screaming past my head. My breakthrough came when I discovered that anxiety lived in the gap between the present moment and my future visions of where I wanted to go in the eight areas of life. And then I wrote this in my diary at the age of 19. I'm going to read it out to you. And it says this, you cannot materialize the life of your dreams if you are not in love with the present and have healed the past. Now, in future episodes, I'm going to break down the three elements to this quote I just read to you, and they all relates to the past, present, and future. The power of vision, which is what we're talking about now, being the future. The power of action, being in love with the present. And the power of reflection, which is about healing the past. And as I said, I'm going to cover the power of action and reflection in future podcasts, not as a life hack but in a totally different uh, context that neutralizes anxiety and depression. But for today, I want to focus on this power of creative imagination as a life hack because it will help you manifest just about everything in your life. You know, for me personally, the person I'm married to, the house I live in, my body, the friends I hang with, etc., all eight areas of my life is all a manifestation of the future visual I hold deep in my emotions. 
If you walk into my office at MSA National, where we have close to 200 people in the Sydney office, and look at every detail from floor to walls to furniture to layout, the smiles on people's faces, the culture, the innovation, that was all created first in my mind before it materialized through action. During meditation, I visualized it so clearly and held gratitude for that future vision in advance that my heart and mind believed it to be true ahead of time. If you've ever attended Upgrade Your Life event, you know the first ever event of Upgrade Your Life is another example of uh, creative imagination in action, how uh, I manifested it. Every smile in that room, every experience, every speaker, the parties we held at night, the interactions amongst everyone, that was all first in my creative imagination. People asked me after the event, did you ever in your wildest dream imagine that this event could be so beautiful? And a smile always appeared on my face because I know I did imagine it so clearly that it was already done. I did not sit there in meditation or daydreaming using my creative imagination to imagine speakers falling off stage or the parties being a flop or no one smiling. You know, that's just a waste of a superpower. You need to imagine, you know, with abandon. That's why this is a life hack. It actually can create it before it happens. So with that event, I imagined it so clearly that it was already done. I just had to show up every day and perform the actions that needed to be done. People, skills, and speakers magically appeared to materialize it. I sent the emails out to the speakers and, you know, I would always imagine them responding and I would always imagine them really getting into the event and I would imagine their faces smiling. So everything that we want in our life can be first created in our imagination. Now, sure, I did overcome a lot of doubts and fears. Who doesn't have them? We all do. But if you trust this CI or this emotional visualization, I sometimes call it, You can't go wrong. I call it emotional because you have to have that gratitude in your heart for that future. A beautiful thing happens when you fall in love with your future. When you feel like your future has already happened, there is a synchronization between your energy and that potential in the quantum field. You start to draw experiences or synchronicities that help you manifest that vision before you are connected emotionally to that future energy. It's quite phenomenal, really. As I said, I always used my creative imagination to imagine the life of my dreams rather than my worst nightmare. And until I read the works of Dr. Joe Dispenza. So that's why what I'm proposing in this life hack is nothing radical. Dr. Joe Dispenza has written multiple books about this phenomena and his events attracting you know hundreds of thousands of people sell out within minutes. People have healed themselves from autoimmune diseases, you know, from using creative imagination. And uh, if you haven't already looked up Dr. Joe Dispenza, I urge you to actually listen to some of his stuff because it's quite phenomenal. It's exactly what I'm talking about. It's about using that superpower of creative imagination that was given to us either by creation or evolution to create the life of our dreams. Now, how does this apply to the eight areas of life. Now, if you are part of our community, you would know exactly what the eight areas of life, health, love, family, work, friendship, learning, wealth, and charity. And if you're new to our 
community, and we have lots of new listeners every week, head over to ahigherbranch.com and scroll halfway down the page and you'll see a graphic uh, that depicts the eight fundamental human needs to live a happy and healthy life. So how do you use your creative imagination, say, when it comes to health? Okay, well, in the daily ritual of meditation, and that's why, as I said, you can't infuse these you know, life hacks without those four essential daily rituals, and one of them is uh, meditation. You need to cycle through the eight areas of life in the morning. In the morning is future-focused, and it's about visualizing the perfect day. Meditation at night is more reflective, and as I said, I'll cover that uh, the power of reflection in a future episode. But let's stick with the meditation in the morning. So when it comes to health, your creative imagination needs to kick in during that morning meditation. Meditation isn't just about focusing on the breath and relaxing. You can meditate on anything you want. So meditation is the perfect time to actually use your creative imagination as a life hack. And so yes, you do need to follow the stages where you go deep into meditation, still the mind and get into those alpha brain uh, waves where you are more conducive to suggesting things to the subconscious. One of those suggestions is, hey, this is what I want in life and make it happen for me. And so in a typical meditation, I will look at okay, I will cycle through the eight areas of life and use my creative imagination. So I will imagine a strong body. I would imagine a strong posture. I would imagine uh, me being highly energetic at the gym or me enjoying a run or me being nourished by, you know, great quality food that I've made for myself. So I creatively visualize what I want for the day when it comes to health. When it comes to love as a second area of life, I imagine all my interactions with my partner. I imagine holding hands. I imagine smiling at each other. I imagine cooking together. I imagine watching TV together. I imagine being intimate together. And you want to imagine what you want. Don't use that power to imagine what you don't want because I've coached some people when I take them through visualization they'll open their eyes and they say stop stop yeah I I imagine her or him knocking me back (laughs) when I initiated intimacy no it's your creative imagination is your own garden of happiness You, you it's your fantasy land you can imagine what you want so why not make it positive now when it comes to family you know creatively visualize how you want your family interactions for that day, how your kids behaving in your creative imagination, how are you interacting with them? Are you reading to them? Are they reading to you? Are you playing games together where you are imagining them giggling and having fun and being happy? All all that creative imagination, you're creating that future potential in the quantum field. And the way the quantum field works is that it will conspire to make that happen for you. And I do this a lot when it comes to the next area of life, and that is the tree of work. When it comes to work, before I go into meetings, I creatively visualize exactly the interactions that I'm looking for at those meetings. If I'm pitching to clients, I'm creatively imagining the yes, not the no, 
not the cynicism, but the acceptance, the enthusiasm. I'm imagining the best possible outcome. When it comes to friends, if I've organized to meet up with friends that night and I'm doing visualization meditation in the morning, guess what I'm visualizing? I'm visualizing an amazing time with my friends later that evening. So creative visualization is the seeds you plant every morning for each of the eight areas of life. I I stop at friendship, but there's also... Uh, learning, wealth, and charity. You know, charity, I imagine myself helping someone at work. So you have to imagine it all for the day. So it's you want to plant the right seeds for growth. You don't want to plant weeds where your day becomes not a garden of happiness, a garden full of weeds. So it's an important seeding, if you like, every morning. And that's why I look, I always go back to the eight areas of life as the framework because when you apply techniques or life hack, you need some direction. You need to say, okay, Sam, I'm ready to creatively imagine my life. Well, what is my life? Well, I I always go back to the eight areas. Your life is your health, your relationship with your partner, that's love, your family, your work, your friendships, your continuous learning, your wealth, and your charity. And that's why you need to apply this creative imagination to all eight areas. I hope I've given you some idea on how to channel that superpower that you have, that sixth sense. And look, it does not have to be in the morning meditation or just in the morning meditation. For me, I do it religiously in my morning meditation, but I also do it throughout the day. Sometimes I'll close the office door when I'm having lunch and sometimes I'll just zone out, right? And look outside the window and I'm not really focusing on anything because I'm daydreaming and I'm daydreaming uh, about what I want to happen next. So if I have an important meeting next, I creatively visualize it. Before I go up on stage at a lot of events that I speak at, I creatively imagine a great interaction and that helps not only my confidence, but it helps me materialize exactly. It brings the right energy to the room. And people feel your energy first and listen to what you have to say second. And it's only when they like the energy that they're willing to absorb it that they will start to listen to the words that you are saying. And I've experienced that on many occasions. So the other positive thing about creative imagination helps you become less worried or less stressed about presentations you need to give and interactions you need to have with your partner, with your friends, your family. It is truly a game changer. And that's why it is a life hack. And I want you to recognize it as a life hack, just as you did, you know, with the eating hacks I shared or the sleep hacks. Now, I want to also mention one other thing about creative imagination, and it relates back to science and the research which shows that you may have a genetic predisposition to being highly sensitive, as a result, having very powerful creative imagination. Because science has now discovered a gene that is unique to some people that gives them the ability to tap into their creative imagination at will, to manifest whatever is possible in the quantum field. Now, this genotype is known as RS4680 in brackets A semicolon a close brackets now those two a's are capitals by the way if you actually google it it'll come up it's in the coding region of what's called the comt gene or comt 
Now, people with this genotype are associated with high levels of dopamine in the prefrontal cortex, and that's the region implicated in the placebo and the nocebo response. Now, this phenomenon occurs when a person experiences a physiological response to what he or she thinks is happening. So this is nothing new. People who use their creative imagination to imagine an illness have a psychosomatic response, right? The expectation elicits a response. Whether that response is positive or negative all depends on the individual using their imagination. So people who use it to imagine the worst end up attracting what they fear. People who know how to use it for good usually are people who enjoy amazing success in life. Does this mean that people who don't have this genotype cannot tap into their sixth sense? No, it's just a little harder, that's all. You know, just like you have some people who are gifted at running long distances or swimming or whatever it is, does not mean you cannot do it. It just means you have to train harder. You know, exhibit A is David Goggins, right? So please do not give up on this faculty just because you discover you don't have this gene. And you can get your genes tested on Ancestry.com. You can actually download all the raw data from your genes and you can send that and upload that to various websites. I did that with Dr. Rhonda Patrick on her website and it gives you a report. And for me, sure enough, this COMT gene popped up and finding that out and then listening to Dr. Joe Dispenza, I just realized, hey, you know, I have a propensity for being highly sensitive. Yes, it can make me anxious, but it also gives me a superpower in that I can tap into my creative imagination at will. And my wife will tell you that because I zone out very quickly when I'm imagining something. And sometimes she'll turn to me and say, what are you smiling about? And I say, oh, don't worry. I just imagined something really beautiful. You need to absolutely consciously use that superpower because I promise you it will open up you know, a world of possibility for you where you live each day and you wake up each morning as the birth of a new possibility for all the goals and dreams that you want to achieve in life. Look, I hope I've done this uh, topic justice. Thank you for listening. If you want to know a little bit more about this or anything that I said, um, you want to dig deeper and you want to get some references, please, by all means, uh, email myself and the team at inquiries at a higherbranch.com. You know, I cover this topic in a lot of detail in our workshops. And unfortunately, with a podcast, very limited time, I can't go any deeper than what I have. But I hope I've at least convinced you that it is a superpower you need to harness. Okay, again, thank you for listening. And as always, live consciously, my friends.